Hello and welcome to another episode of Space Time Fuck Dave's Eating Brownies. I'm still eating the brownie! <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Space Time Taco. I think we're episode... 35. 34. 34. You remember one of our very first episodes was we're not putting numbers on things. Well, I mean, it's easier to do that so you know what comes after what. That's true. We did say we weren't putting numbers on things. I'm your host, Chris, with... Dave. And... Nate. What up? Yay! We did an intro. Nate yeah. said something when we pointed at him this I time. I think we're all kind of tired. <laughs> it's been a long day. It's a combination of tired, uh... It's been a very good, very long day. We're a little hungover? Hungover is not you the word. You two I'm not hungover yet. I am <laughs> at that weird lull where I, I drank, I'm not drinking right now, and I'm gonna drink later. You're recovering. Yeah. I'm pausing. Pausing. Rest. I'm sitting at a uh, bonfire right now. You're on snooze. Snooze? <laughs> yeah, you're on snooze. <laughs> Uh, so what are we gonna play this week? Games. Games. Yeah. I uh. I got you're both playing more For Honor, right? Yeah. Yep. We finished we the For Honor campaign. campaign. Oh really? One third of it. Where it took the oh. fucking your main character, the warden, like ten goddamn years to find out that a polygon is a crazy mofo. Yeah. Polygon. A polygon. She's the female leader of the knights. Yeah. Are you, so when you play the campaign, do you? Oh. There, you meant third as in there's a campaign for all three factions. Yes. yes. For all three okay. Factions. So what's we have the done first one third of Vikings. No, the knights is knights. the first one, which is chapter one. Vikings, Vikings is, is two, chapter two. And Samurai is chapter three. three. Oh, okay. The thing is, you can't just jump right into two or three. You have to do one first. That's annoying. Because the events that are Wait, happening take place. Wait, hold on. If you do one, can you do two or three? What? In no, order? no. You so do one, two, then three. three. You can actually because select the events. No, you cannot. I thought you could. No, because the events take place in chronological order. Yeah, I guess so. History. So it starts like 15 years ago, and then it works its way up to present. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Present, where they forgo the swords and shields and start hey. just shooting guns at each other. Um, what else do you guys play? Start using Zompak to... <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love Bleach. Um, Cut out I'm, all the bullshit filler and Call Duty level in there. <laughs> I played some Fallout Shelter, which is still fucking bugged. I can't buy loot boxes. You try uninstalling and reinstalling. Did that. Still oh. can't buy loot boxes. Have you tried buying them through the website? Can't. Not available. They oh, it's something you can only buy through in game. The game. Yeah, that's broke as fuck. Mm. Yeah, I can't buy loot boxes. So I'm still playing the game, but I'm playing it like a scrub. <laughs> no, you're playing it like somebody that isn't wasting money on a free to play game. Not waste if I'm enjoying it. Uh... I played Rock Band Four, which I spent money on. <laughs> Good on DLC. I played. Uh, Hearthstone, and I played, uh, I came up with a list of 20,000 gamer score-ish. Yeah, since last week, you announced you were going to try and go on a streak, and then you happened to... Miss a day, yeah. the day that I said that. Yeah. Oh, I was, was it that day? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I was achievement streaking, and then I um, didn't unlock an achievement, literally the day I said that last week. But, uh... I came up with a, a list of gamer score. It's about 20,000 gamer score. And after I pass my work test, because that's the only thing I'm really concerned with right now, I'm going to binge this 20,000 gamer score in approximately one month. That's crazy. 20K one month. <clears throat> Who do you think you are? Stallion? I, Stallion 83. Yeah. You learn from the best. <laughs> it's my role model. My achievement bro for life. <laughs> Uh, and I'll just say it right off the bat just to get out of the way because it's really not anything to spend time on. We all played uh, more Borderlands pre-sequel. Yep. yep. And if you're uh, not watching on Twitch, you should be. Why not? We're funny-ish. 
Ish. 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 Why you gotta add ish? Cause. Okay. We're funny ish. <laughs> we have our off days. Yeah. Uh, like for instance, when I'm just playing through Lego Batman. Like for instance, when we want to play and you fall asleep. Dude, I have been up since two thirty in the morning. Whatever. What'd you expect to happen? Lego. What That's why we plan. Oh uh, yeah, because Wednesday I streamed uh, Lego Star Wars Force Awakens, which is my number four favorite Lego game. What's number three? Uh, number three is Bat Lego Batman One. Number two. Lego Batman Two. <laughs> number one. Can you guess? Lego Batman 3. No, it's Star Wars. No, it's, this is Lego Batman 3. <laughs> <laughs> Even uh, though it glitched on you and you're stuck at 99%, it's still number one? Yeah, that game was fantastic. Okay. Uh, the Sad things, you'll never complete it. The, the additions to the third Lego Batman game have continued on to every other game in that series. Or in the Lego <clears throat> series, I guess. The Lego universe. Yeah. See, I remember when there was no, like, metrics to gaming. We grew up in the era when there was no, like, are you 100% of this game? It was like, you had, you beat it, or you, or you didn't. didn't beat it, or you beat it and you unlocked all the secrets, and your only evidence was because, like, a buddy was at your house watching yeah. you do this. Well, that's the thing. Like, Lego is <laughs> one of the games... That's why I like achievements. Yeah, I was going to say, Lego is one of the games that, outside of achievements, will tell you, you are at, like, right now, I'm currently sitting at, when Force Awakens, I'm sitting at, like, 69.3%. <laughs> uh, I actually took a screenshot when I was at exactly 66.6. Um, but yeah, it, I like the fact that in all LEGO games, so that means even on Wii versions or in the future Switch versions, you still have a percentage of how much you're yeah. done in the game. Well, that's like the whole idea of 100% of the game kind of evolved during the time we grew up with games through. Um, well, we got like from the NES and N6 from the NES and say Genesis era. There was no like metric for completion of a game unless it was built into the cartridge. And a lot of those games didn't even have save. Yeah. And then once you got to like the PS1 era, the PS2 era, that's when it kind of ramped up where you have save files now. But on top of that, they're adding things like collectibles to the games, right? So and then there's like a menu Optional where you can go and there's a menu where you can go and view the collectibles that you have. You remember hidden packages from Grand Theft Auto? I do. Oh fuck that! Yeah. And I, three? I stopped. It was in three. It was in four. Or it was four in three. had pigeons. Pigeons. I stopped around them because there were two hundred pigeons. Yeah, yeah. and, then and also the uh, math maps for them were fucked up. Yeah, like yeah. it would say, "Oh, there's a pigeon here." It's not exactly yeah. where they say it is. Yeah. Well, that's where. Well, then we came to the um, three sixty and PS three days where you had trophies and achievements. Trophies and, and achievements that track kind of through them. And yeah, these are track. Well, the thing is, is a track now through the social network that bind you to the rest of the players online now it's not everybody just, not only it's is not it just something for you to like you okay, can I'm play this card let me give service to my friend yeah. I mean you know, now you can be like not only do you have completed games you also have I have this many completed games out of every game I've ever played yeah you can see your completion percentage yeah which if if you're unfamiliar if, <clears> if you've never uh, really looked at it or paid any attention to it you can track completed games yourself, um, but there's also online services that, uh, one of the ones that I mention a lot is True Achievements. TrueAchievements yeah. TrueAchievements.com. Um, I've Links been with on your site, account. I've been on say for a long time. They yeah. link with your Microsoft account. They keep track of everything you play. Um, they scan your profile. It's not a service that's against the TOS or against the rules. They scan as you play. They scan every 24 to 48 hours. Update their website with the games you play, the achievements you unlock, and then the coolest thing that they do is they compare 
the ratio of site users who have unlocked something to the ratio of those that have played the game and not unlocked it. So say 100,000 people played Resident Evil 7. If half of the people unlocked an achievement and then you unlock it, it will tell you that this achievement has a 50% unlock rate amongst the population. And they're actually now uh, the next update for Xbox. Is they're integrating in the rarity of percentages in. Because the rarity fair. They're doing what TA as a community has been doing for the last two years. Are they plus working years. with them or are they just using their internal using their data? Using their own internal data. Since it's been available for TA this entire time. Yep. Uh, I actually. Cause the thing about TA is they don't use any data from Xbox. All the data that they have is user generated. Really? Yes. They yeah. cannot look at Xbox Live as a whole. They can only look at their registered yeah. users on their site. So you'll get more accurate That's figures. Nice. <laughs> more um, accuracy from... is what you're talking about. Yeah, right now, but it's it not has just the rare, rare achievements. Though. It's for all achievements. Yeah. Before, it only mm-hmm. showed you the percentage rounded to a 1 through 10 of who unlocked a rare achievement or mm-hmm. a regular achievement. But now, as you said, with more detail, Chris, they're going to show the decimal point. Which I'm decimal actually, I think that's really cool. So like 34.75% mm-hmm. of players have unlocked um, this. I actually noticed playing through LEGO uh, Force Awakens, there must not have been that many people that fully completed that game. A lot of rare I'm getting a lot of rare yeah. achievements. I mean, you got to think most of the LEGO games, if you were someone who was... First of all, playing LEGO games to full completion, you were probably one of the few adults who actually went out and purchased the game in the first place. I don't know, there are some kids, because like in, I think it was LEGO Marvel Super Heroes, you had to rescue every Stan Lee just to unlock Stan Lee, mm-hmm. and I know kids that were like, I want to play a Stan Lee. <laughs> so I guess technically, yeah. in some of those situations, the parents still had to play through. It's not all just the hardcore, is what Chris is saying. Yeah. It's not yeah, all man. just people like me. Lego, Lego is, is I mean, hardcore <laughs> shit. I'm at 246,000 gamer scores. My achievement goal is just to... I'm 4K away from 2K. I don't care what my gamer score is. a quarter is million. Be. I don't care what my gamer score is going to be. I don't like having uncompleted games in my list. Oh, I have plenty of those. So, so the, the problem with that, that I is... I can complete, I want to go back and complete. The problem is, is they do come out with DLC, which then ups the achievement account. Great example. I yep. completed Resident Evil 7 yep. two weeks ago. I have 61,000. They put out 390 points of DLC. Yeah. So I had a thousand. Is the DLC out thousand. on Xbox yet? The DLC came out this week okay. on Xbox. Um, I started it, but I didn't give a chance to beat any of it. Um, there are banned episodes, Volume 1 and Volume 2. Mm-hmm. There are four unique tape scenarios that take place in and around the house using yeah. and involving the characters. Uh, Jack, uh, Lucas, Marguerite. Involves the family. Yeah. Yes, the family. Um, the one that I look forward to playing most, because I'm a card game fan, is the blackjack one. Mm-hmm. There is a torture blackjack wager match that you get put through by Lucas, where you, as uh, Crowley, the cameraman, um, something Crowley, Clancy. 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 Thank you, Nate. Crowley is the... Uh, He's from Supernatural. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that. I fucking um, love that guy. Clancy the cameraman, you fight, uh, I think, the uh, news anchor. You fight him, uh, but you can't tell that it's him, the news anchor from the beginning of the There's game. He's like a mask on yeah, or something? Yeah, he's got a hood over his head. Uh, you first start off wagering fingers in a game of blackjack. It's the 21. Oh, God. And then... But you only you, have 10. Well, you start off with <laughs> just the 5. And then they move to electroshock, and if the shock meter gets too high, you die. Oh, wow. Hmm. So you're basically playing head-to-head blackjack against somebody else. 
But there's different modes. I'm really looking forward to it, is what I'm trying to say. But they added achievements to a pre-existing game. I had completed it. They added DLC. Is it still... And now I don't have it completed. It still do- uh, knocks it out of your completed games? Yes. Okay. I wasn't sure. I, I really wish that they would do separate categories. Some like, people do keep track of their own completions minus DLC, but as far as Xbox and TA is concerned, a completion requires all DLC, DLC 100%. Yeah. Which sometimes is bullshit. Sometimes it is. Uh, especially currently in the case of Overwatch, where... Where the DLC has rotated away. Yeah. There are DLC-specific achievements for Overwatch related to holiday events that have passed. The one I'm most Hopefully pissed about come is back. the Halloween event. Yeah, because yeah, we're not sure if it's coming back. Yep. I didn't have the game during the May event, so I missed that one. But I did get both the Year of the Rooster achievements. And then they said, oh, we're going to add Year of the Rooster as a permanent capture the Rooster as a permanent game mode. So those achievements won't go away. Which Hmm. is funny. It's bullshit. It'd be funny. Those are the only ones I got. I would like it if they decided to throw in a rotation of all of them. Yeah, I missed May, so I'm not too mad about that. But the Halloween one, You had played. Which one did you miss? The hard mode without have the door. There's hard mode. There's win with every character. I did that. The one there's two I'm missing is beat it on hard and then beat it on at least medium or higher without the door taking damage. Really? Yes. Damn. <laughs> so um, you gotta have a group of people on point. What'd you play, Nate? So I played. Uh, I actually downloaded and played today the Ghost Recon Wildland. Me too. I wanted to talk about that. Yeah, so, you tried to get me to play that, but my I tried to. My logic is I already have a bad catalog. I'm not going to avoid a game that I have currently waiting to play to play something that I won't get any credit for or progress yeah. for. If yeah. I want to know if I like it, I'll just watch I mean, the There is really... some stuff that you actually are going to be able to carry over, but yeah. it's through you play. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm not... I mean, I understand having a back catalog games. We all do. But, you know, there's certain games in my back catalog that I always look at and I go... I'll get around to it because that's called Steam. For I'm me. like I'm when sitting there browsing. When you have 250 gamer thousand gamer score, which is what I almost have, there's a lot of I'll get around to it. My list you is know, crazy long. I realize I'm just I'm not going to go and play. I found 20,000 gamer score in my I'll get around to it list. Yeah. That's how long it is. The thing is, <laughs> is for me, it's the Ghost Recon Wildlands beta is going to be limited. If I ever want to try, if I ever want to play it, it over Monday without playing, yeah. If I ever want to play it without playing the beta, then I'm gonna have to pay full price to play it. Well, or wait um, a week yeah. or less until somebody returns um, it because it's not what they thought it was. So you know, this was an opportunity for me to try it out. And really, my big thing is I was so into the division when it came out, and it turned out to be such a letdown. I wanted to see what was the difference, you know, in Ghost Recon. So talk about it. And um, what do you like? What don't you like? Well, what I like, what I don't like is, as usual with Ubisoft games, well, with Ubisoft games, it is fucking which city. (laughs) I took some video of that. So, there's a moment where, like, I'm protecting this radio thing because I'm sending this transmission out, and these bad dudes roll up in a truck, and my team shoots the fuck out of the truck and blows the truck up, and there's a dude who's clearly dead because he was in the truck. He pops out of the truck, standing up, like nothing's wrong with him. And then, like, slowly walking forward with his gun, but he's, like, stuck in place. So he's just standing there, being a bitch. I had an issue. Um, he, um... And then... Well, actually, I was playing a lot earlier this morning. The only time I stopped playing is when the game finally crashed. Really? And that's when I, uh... I haven't had any crashes yet. I was stealing a plane for supplies, and the game just crashed right there. So... I decided when I went into the game, I'm like... I've seen the first couple of story missions... I'm gonna fuck around for a little bit. Yeah. Got a whole bunch of skill points, a whole bunch of uh, materials and yeah. everything. Because I, I like that it's not just pick up a skill point, use a skill point. You have to have a skill point in the corresponding 
resources, uh, resources to, to upgrade something. So there's stuff like fuel and medical supplies and food and things like that that you... Stop! <laughs> and you fucking break You can mind. find these around the map, and you can tag Already them for the rebels to come pick them up, and that gives you access to different skills. Which is cool. Like, yeah. it, it's not only for your own personal thing, you can upgrade... I think you unlock mines and all that kind the, of shit. The other thing I love... Well, the thing that I think everyone loves about this game is that it stays true to Ghost Recon. It's not like Division, where it's more like a Destiny, like every enemy's a bullet sponge you kind of deal. Four it's... You play in a squad of four. You can the control enemies, those squad of four. You know, there's four. realistic bullet damage and drop and all that stuff like that. Very Battlefield-esque. Oh, and it's... Like I actually... I led a yeah. bullet... I like in my head. I'm like, I wonder if I have to aim on their head or aim where they're going to be. Mm-hmm. A guy was running. I shot a couple of inches ahead of him, hit him in the forehead. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, this is so, a smarter game than I expected it to be. Yeah. Plus, you know, it stays true that what Ghost Recon is. It's small tactical action. Um, you can give orders to your team. You can call in different stuff. It's a nice open world map too. Um, so it's full of stuff to do. There isn't a whole lot of empty space to just be like, oh, let me take three hours to get to where I'm going. So mm-hmm. I, in my head, and I haven't told, I don't think I've told you guys Less this. Witcher, more GTA. I've ca- I'm yeah. calling it slow third-person Far Cry. Yeah. Because that that's what it feels like to me. It's a slightly slower Far yeah. Cry, but you're in third-person at all times. The, the other thing about or, Far Cry games yeah. is they always put you in this, you know exotic location where you just don't understand anything going on. It's Bolivia. Like how, It's exotic. Count it's how, Bolivia. Count how many people you, you know for the who have been to Bolivia. None. Exactly. How many people have been to the fictional places in Far Cry? None. <laughs> None. Guess what? Counts as the same thing. Yeah. Really, Far Cry is just based off of real places just to, with different names. Yeah, it's basically an excuse to put you out in the middle of fucking nowhere where you can get away with anything. How's multiplayer? <clears throat> The multiplayer is... I'll tell you what this is. So, I went and matched me for a co-op session. I was going to say, do multiplayer the first... people all just squad up, or do they bring their four and your four and you have eight? No. You no, it's one, if you have four. two people... I, I was going to say, if you just have two mm-hmm. people, you can play as just two. Yeah, oh. you can play as just two. Um, um, I think it's up to four? It is up to four. I went and I saw a little thing pop up on the left side of the screen that said, hold A to, you know, start match, maybe so and so forth. So I did that for the very first story mission. You're going to rescue a guy, but you can shoot him and kill him. So what Easily. happens? I go and rescue the guy. I and bring him to the chopper, like because there's a chopper sitting right there where you can rescue him. So I'm not going to drive back. I'm just going to fly back. He's shorter. And a teammate standing in the doorway from the house where I just pulled the guy out of shoots him in the back, and the mission failed. And I was like, "So this is multiplayer goes recon." Huh? Don't play it with people you don't know. Um, I actually had a lot of fucking griefing is what it one is. One of our friends, uh, like something. Kuazai, Kawaii... Kawaii Sugoi-san. Yeah, 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 yeah. I couldn't remember who it was. Yes. Um, he invited me, but I was literally just on for a couple seconds. I think seconds his name translates to Cute Awesome Son. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, I didn't join, but I'm like, oh, I didn't realize it was that easy. If you see somebody, you can literally just be like, boom. And then you join up. In-game. Not, it wasn't even like I'm on the bottom. Yeah. It was just, hey, I'm in. Do you want to play? And I'm like, well, I want to play for drop a little bit. In, drop, drop in, drop out. Yeah. Uh, which is nice. Um, the one thing I will say when you brought up the helicopter, helicopters move slow as fuck in this game. A buddy of mine that I, I work like with. It's faster to ride a bike up a hill than Josh, fly up that hill. Josh told me that uh, helicopters are fucked. He said he's he thinks that it's just because it's a beta. He's like, they're not I like battlefield know. helicopters. He's like, well, I got in one. He goes, and it just starts going up by itself. To yeah. the point where he left the mission area and then he had to fly it back yeah. down. No, the and then he's like, and then instead of when you push down, the helicopter moves <clears> down. 
it yeah. moves down, like diagonally yeah. down. Well, yeah, I noticed if you so try you and... model up, and you would tell the stick forward to move forward in a helicopter. Yeah, in this case, you would be forward, but also down. Yeah, yeah. if you are throttle, <laughs> if you are lifting mm-hmm. up, in your whole, if I think it's if you're holding right trigger and pressing forward, it's like you want to move fast directly towards the ground. Directly like, towards no. the earth. I want to, since I'm holding up, I want to keep going up, and I also want to go faster. So, so I'm lot, holding throttle. It's like now nah, you want to fly a helicopter. Down. This game is you rocking the helicopter back and forth, it's trying so to get to like what you're trying to move forward in a way that makes sense. So like you'll get to a, the middle of the map where there's like this big mountain range and you want to fly over that. So what do you do? You actually hold the brake button and you throttle and then you just pull back on the stick and you climb. You lift up. It's stupid. And then you fucking push forward and hope you don't clip the top of the hill. <laughs> it does sound weird. So, I never thought I'd reach the day that Grand Theft Auto had better better flying mechanics. mechanics. No. Sorry, I never thought I'd reach the day that a Lego game. Had better flight mechanics. As long as it didn't. If you think the helicopters are bad, the planes are fucking. I haven't gotten to the plane to plane. Because the planes. The planes you control with a single thumbstick for flying. (laughs) You can't. Like most games, even in Battlefield, you control like the pitch with one and the yaw with the other. So that way you always had control over this movement. The yes. yeah. Now, and the yeah. In Ghost Recon Wildlands, all the directions are controlled by left thumbstick. So and you're we're going up. to Cancun for spring break. <laughs> yeah. You think you want to um, turn, like say I want to turn left with the plane. You think, okay, I'm just going to turn my thumbstick left. No, no. you're doing barrel rolls for days. <laughs> so you have to turn left and then pull back. So that way, you're tilting the rudder, so that way you go left, and then pull back so the fins drop, and you can actually fly that direction. Is this the first Ubisoft game with planes? The first open world Ubisoft game I just thought planes. about that. I'm like, because you can fly... They had a wingsuit. Yeah, they have a wingsuit. Wing you can suit, fly the little spinny suits. thing, the... What is that thing called? The super small two-person helicopter. Oh, like a gyrocopter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's helicopters in the Far Cry games. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, not in the one where it's primal though. No helicopters in that one. No, there's nothing in that. <laughs> but it's fucking awesome. I stabbed a rhino in the ass to death. There's no <laughs> or it was a bully mammoth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably stabbed him in the ass to death. I got a little saber toothed tiger that I can ride. I nice. called him Jeffrey. Jeff. For name Jeff. Yeah. Uh, what else you play? Um, Ghost Recon and. That was actually about it. Besides For Honor and playing Borderlands, I didn't really touch a whole yeah. lot. Yeah, all I've done is I played, I played through the main story of Lego. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I love it. Like I said, it's number four on my list, which mm. I think it, the only thing it really had any competition with was probably the original Lego uh, trilogy. Yeah. The Star Wars. Lego Star Wars trilogy. Yeah. Um, I did play... Um, what was it? Oh, yeah. I played Star Wars Destiny again. Um, this Star Wars week. Destiny. Is that the card game? Yeah, that's the card uh, game. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it is a TCG. You do double deck just like you do normal booster packs, but it is part of the game is dice based as well. Each card has corresponding dice. So, sorry, you bring up when in, 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 in card <laughs> games just. Oh, speaking of which, uh, I also, accidentally hit redeem. Sorry, I meant to offer it to one of you. I had a closed beta to Gwent. I got it. You did get it? Okay, good. Oh, thank God. (laughs) I love that it's like, you were invited to the closed beta. I'm like, ah, fuck, I didn't mean to redeem this. Yeah. I got in like two weeks ago. I think you were yeah, invited too. to I the just forgot to tell just anybody. forever having put Witcher 3 in your Xbox. No, I, I watched <laughs> I guess I, I did. watched an XLIE Major Nelson weekly mm-hmm. video and a little pop-up popped up. It said press A to 
possibly receive an invite, and I, I did, think, and then a day later I got it. So I think we're in preview program. I think it's because we're in preview program. Not that it means anything, but I got invited like three weeks ago. Have you played it at all? Nope. Have you any interest in it? Back catalog. Yeah, lots of interest. Your only is your only interest because it's basically a console Hearthstone. No, but you said only, so no. Okay, is your main interest because it's a console Hearthstone? Warmer. Okay, is the one that gets you hot and bothered because it's a console Hearthstone? No, all it's I, not. I got colder. Damn, I got colder. Consoles, they will never play another thing. Here's, here's the problem. Hey, you know what? He can stream it all the fuck he wants, and I'm okay with it. Here's the problem with Hearthstone as a card game. It's better than others. No, no, no. no. Problem. problem. Oh, problem. Is. And I'll talk a little bit about Hearthstone news too. Um, some little mini Hearthstone rant here. I'm sorry if you if you don't want to listen. Just fast forward. Um. <laughs> don't. It's actually entertaining when he talks about it. I hate card games, and he kind of makes it. So with, with Hearthstone, fun? every kind of uh, deck that you can make uh, has strengths, weaknesses, pros, cons. Uh, unless you just blindly throw thirty cards together, in which case you're probably not going to win much. But every deck can win. Pretty much every competitive deck can win, even with basic cards. Nate, how many games did we win with your fresh, free to play basic cards? Pretty. I mean, we won consistently. We won five, five games in a row. Yeah. So you would say that, with the appropriate understanding and knowledge of how cards work, that pretty much anybody can win in Hearthstone. Yeah. The problem with Hearthstone is that when you lose, it's not because you made a mistake. You lose because your opponent had a better shuffle than you did most of the time. Or, because of an RNG coin flip effect, you had no control over it. So the problem is that you can play Hearthstone perfectly, and a pro at Hearthstone might achieve, say, a 60% win rate. If you're really good, maybe 65. You win two-thirds of your games. The problem with Hearthstone is that even if you play terribly with a competitive deck, you can still win 50% of your games. You can still win every one of every two Playing terribly and making bad decisions. It takes experience and it takes that extra bit of just natural skill to kind of pull ahead of the, like, the bottom. Well, the so, bottom in Hearthstone is 50% is what I'm yeah, getting at. Because yeah. of the way that everyone net decks when competitive and nobody thinks for themselves, even when you play an aggro yeah. or a control well, or a combo deck, even when you play it badly, yeah. you still have a decent success chance, decent rate, win rate. With Gwent, it's not like that. With Gwent, when you make a mistake, you can point to it and look to it and see that's why you lost. In Hearthstone, it's not like that. In Hearthstone, you lose a 50-50 RNG coin flip and then you lose. Or you lose because a card that did a random effect did it to your face instead of to your minion. It's like, that's That's, the thing that pisses me off. That's why the meta in Hearthstone consistently changes. And that's every competitive game. I mean, the meta in Overwatch changes every time they do a patch. The meta in Call of Duty changes every time they release a new game. I'm not talking about the meta. I'm just talking about the borderline competitive yeah. nature of the game. Yeah. Even if you play terrible, you mm-hmm. will still win one in oh, yeah. three times, one in two times. Even well, you're to- the one thing you did touch on is that you can, you know, every no one really thinks for themselves. They build, they net deck. They yeah, build they build the flavor of the month see, competitive deck. You know, and that's something that happens in competitive games a lot is. You've got games like Call of Duty where people will go online and look up loadout videos from yeah. players. Like, this is the loadout I use, so this is the loadout that you people, guys should People use. do the same thing for esports. And like so for, you've for got people using Overwatch. all the same loadouts I've Call seen of Duty. people watch 
uh, streamers and ask them, oh, what settings do you play on? Because yeah. they want to mimic their field of view. They want to mi- mimic their, their field of view, mm-hmm. their texture settings. Their, you know, they want Everything the down, setting. all the way to nothing. Yeah. Basically, anything that doesn't help you see enemies, they just crank yeah. that all the way down. Yeah, why not? Learn draw distance and like shaders are all the way up. But, like, yeah. textures, yeah, environment, everything else is down. The enemies can look like fucking stick figures with muddy-ass textures doesn't matter, on them. It doesn't matter. They, you can they can look animal. like Cyborg from the Justice League trailer. <laughs> oh! He went there. So, they're... But the, the issue, though, with Hearthstone is that you can play poorly and still achieve success. Yeah. And you can still beat someone who's playing perfectly with a shit deck. Yeah. The problem, the problem that I have with Hearthstone is that well, with also, Gwent, when playing Gwent, when you make a mistake or when you put a unit in the wrong row, yeah. or when you play into someone who seems to, you know, mm-hmm. be managing the game at at that point, when you play into their hand, you can see where you went wrong. Mm-hmm. You can point to a mistake or to a misplay and go, "Oh, that's why I lost the game. Yeah. That snowballed into this. That's why." Well, that's... With Hearthstone, you can't really do that. You can't do that most of the time. You yeah. can do it sometimes. You can go, "Oh, I shouldn't have played that four drop right there because then he had the answer ready to kill it." Mm-hmm. But with with Gwent, it's a lot more strategic. With Gwent, you can pick out specific moves that made you win or lose a game. Yes. Where in Hearthstone, it's much easier to say, "Well, I lost because because this the asshole a- top deck something, I lost or because I lost of the because shuffle. I didn't get the first turn, I lost or I lost because I or I lost because I didn't get the coin." Exactly. Yeah, I lost because you know I threw a one drop on turn ten. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, these are things that happen in card games. Though. I mean, that's the nature they of do. the beast. They um, do. And so, well, for example, I was playing Star Wars Destiny with John and some of his buddies um, earlier this week, and John was playing a deck where he had Han Solo as one of his characters. Well, he actually got Han Solo's Blaster as a card. It's called the DL-44 Heavy Blaster. So he plays it, equips it to Han Solo, gives him a big boost in rain damage, stuff like that, but in Star Wars Destiny... Range damage, not brain damage. It's a big um, boost to brain damage. But in Hearthstone, to, right to use your cards, you have to roll the roll the die associated with those cards. <laughs> All right, Rick. Yeah. Um, and so he kept rolling for this particular. He kept rolling for Han Solo to activate him on each of his turns, and that die, for whatever reason, for him just kept coming up with a blank every time. So there are blank Han Solo was too cool to listen to that yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> well, there are blank also, sides on the die that essentially mean the cards don't do anything that turn. Unless you no. have something, have an ability that will change the side of that die. Um, and he Re-roll. just kept rolling it over and over again. So that screwed him for a lot of the game. Um, it came down to like one turn between me and him where I ended up losing. He just had a great roll and a great hand that turn. So that's just nature of card games. Is like I was beating on him the entire game. He comes back, you know, at the end of the game, essentially. I think what you're talking about is a little different than what I'm talking about, yeah. but I do see your point. Yeah, it's just any game with a random element. Like, I mean, card games have been going over this for years now, is how do we balance out the first turn advantage? What I'm saying mm-hmm. is a competitive balance mm-hmm. should mean just that, that it is balanced. Mm-hmm. And Hearthstone is clearly not when you can play terribly and still win half yeah. the time. Well, I think Blizzard has had a balancing problem ever since it started making games. The last thing I want to touch on is Blizzard has <laughs> made some, some big Hearthstone yeah. announcements. This is a little, this should take less than five minutes. Is that they have uh, changed a couple cards. They nerfed the Shaman card, a weapon that most people played rather consistently. Did they only do cost anything one to that card that you were talking about? They didn't nerf the card that jumps out of your deck, the pirate. Okay. But what they did is they nerfed the card that most people use to summon the pirate that jumps out of your deck. <laughs> <laughs> so you play a, a one-drop called Small Time Buccaneer. His effect is as a one-attack, two-health minion, 
he gets plus two attack as long as you control the weapon. So you play him on turn one. It's a one-two. He can't attack. But he summons the pirate with charge from your deck. That gets damage in. Turn two, you play a weapon. Say the weapon does three damage. The small-time buccaneer does three damage now instead of one. And Patches does an additional one. That means on turn two, you've done almost ten damage. Yeah. You only start with 30 life. So on turn two, sometimes before you get a chance to play a card, you're, you're a down third a third of, of your life. Out. Yeah, aggro decks have gotten ridiculous. Yeah. So as a change, they nerfed a weapon that most shamans frequently use to buff the buccaneer. It's a one mana weapon called uh, shit. I Come on, that one. Baksharama. No, no, no. Cut this. Oh, it's a one mana weapon called oh spirit claws. Yeah. One mana spirit claws now cost two, so it means you can't play it on turn one. Also, you can curve into it now. But what they've done is they changed Small-Time Buccaneer. Instead of having two health, it has one. So it's much easier to kill. Classes like Mage can ping it. Classes like Rogue can equip a dagger and hit it. Classes like Druid can gain an attack to hit it mm-hmm. with hero power. You don't have to spend a card in order to clear it. Um, that is going to make the aggro decks a lot uh, less consistent mm-hmm. because they're going to die more frequently. They won't be able to sneak in between most of the time it's between 9 and 15 damage with a one drop <laughs> so if it dies then you know it doesn't get that repetitive face damaging yeah um that's a big change that uh, actually hasn't yet happened yet it's going to be happening soon uh, probably uh, end of february into march so in the next three or four days another big change is uh they are adding a couple of classic cards to wild Really good classic cards. Cards like Ragnaros, cards like Sylvanas, mm-hmm. cards like Azure Drake, because they are so consistent in decks. Some of them are legendary, some of them aren't. Mm-hmm. But they're so consistent in decks that yeah. across the board people use them. They're worried mm-hmm. that people will continue to use these constant staples instead of the new cards that they're printing. So they're moving them out of the standard format where most mm-hmm. people play to the wild format. Which is good and bad, because I love Ragnaros. I have a golden Ragnaros. He's my nigga for real. (laughs) So I'm mad that he's going to wild, but I understand it. Maybe I'll look for another 8-drop instead of Ragnaros now. Proof strat, ignore Rag. (laughs) Nate, cannot ignore Rag. So I had an on to Blizzard in their updates. Recently... Oh, one last thing. Okay. New set is probably going to be announced this week. Money on Hunter buffs. I'm calling right now, because Hunter is in the dumpster right now. Hunter? Hunter. They're going to rotate the last two adventures and last set away, and the new set cards combined with whatever's left, classic and whatever's left that doesn't get rotated out, will be the new standard class pool. They also nerfed a couple one-mana spells. They nerfed a Warlock spell that uh, enabled an OTK with Leroy Jenkins. They they, They nerfed a Mage spell. When I say nerf, they just moved it to wild. They didn't change the spell. They moved it to wild so it can't be played in standard. They nerfed Ice Lance, which was a mage spell that enabled Freeze Mage. They nerfed a one-mana rogue spell that allowed you to hide everything on your board from attacks for one turn. And they nerfed another one-mana spell. Or maybe I'm confusing it with the weapon. I think I'm confusing so it with the weapon. Basically, they nerfed all the OP one-mana spells. <laughs> they nerfed a, like lot a, of, a lot of one-mana cards. First of all, the rogue spell was bullshit because it basically Concealed. just gave rogue a free turn. Well, it basically <laughs> gave you a free development turn. You it play all like, your stuff, was, then you hide it so your opponent can't... It's like playing a fucking If you were to attack, would they be able to remember that, oh, that card is there or yeah. something like yeah, that? Yeah, it's still there on the board. You just can't target it's it. You can't not target it. Oh, oh. Yeah. Can you go directly for the face? Yes. You can okay. go directly for the face, but it was basically Does it like also a ignore any taunt? It ignores taunt, yes. So if yes. you have a card with taunt, but you give that card stealth, 
then you get hit in the you face. You can still get hit in the face. That's a weird turn. That's like a. It's a weird mechanic. Yeah. yeah. You, like, if you played more Hustled, it would make more sense. But, but I think yeah. you understand yeah. it. It's like creatures with flying magic. Unless a creature has reach, it can't, it fly. can't fly. Or in Pokemon, where flying Pokemon can't get hit. What well, ground type moves. Ooh. You know what else? Ghost type moves can't hit normal type Pokemon. Which is bullshit. You can't mm-hmm. lick birds. <laughs> <laughs> they get diseases. But that translated into that a real shout Pokemon out is for, for Gohan. <laughs> Gohan, yes, Francisco, if you're listening. A good buddy of mine is a, is a, a world famous Pokemon Twitch streamer. He streams pretty much everything. He's time. still doing it? He streams Pokemon yeah. Destiny, a couple of other. He's a variety streamer. Mostly Pokemon is where guys start. And he's helping me play like Pokemon, I don't remember, Omega Ruby. And I'm like, what the fuck? My starter learned lick. I can't lick this Pidgey. I'm like, yo, Gohan, why can't I lick birds? <laughs> <laughs> and then he had to explain it to me. You can't lick oh, birds. Oh, God. But yeah, Hearthstone is going to have a lot of changes. I'm mad because I feel like it's still going to be aggro-based because they're they're removing a lot of standard cards mm-hmm. that are archetypes that, that affect current standard decks. And most of the decks that, of, most of the decks that they're affecting are not aggro. So they're basically telling people they either have to play an aggro deck or a reno deck. <laughs> and those are your options. It's either you kill your opponent before turn four, or if they make it to turn six, they use reno and they heal all the way back to full and you just lose. That <laughs> sucks. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So that's Hearthstone. Sorry. On the other side of Blizzard. On the other side of Blizzard, Overwatch had some really big announcements this week. Currently. Doomfist! No. Fist of Doom! We're not sure. What they he said. He has come out. Okay. So, what's his name? Jeff, Jeff is Kaplan. Kaplan? It is Wrestle Jeff with Kaplan. Jeff, prepare for death. Came out and said that the 24th hero is, is not, not who you expect. think it is. Um, which means that the 25th hero is Doomfist. The 24th hero is someone else. And we're going to get two heroes at once next So, week. we have two things, though. We have the newly introduced character. Not a hero yet. The, the girl. What is her name? Ellie. I, it's Ellie. Ellie Akka. I don't want to be racist. I'll insert it here. <laughs> and I will. Um, L.A. Acapulque! Well-known roboticist or something like she's that. She's an 11-year-old child prodigy. We, we have, yeah, she's basically the, uh, the Overwatch Power Universe Power. version of Riri Williams from Marvel. I was thinking Marvel. Dexter. Oh, I was, I was thinking Riri because she takes over for Iron Man yeah. now. Okay. Um, they announced that they showed a post about this random person that we've never heard about before. Yeah, with an image of her. And then on top of that, there a was a backstory. new update to the PTR servers. Well, that was after they released an image. After One single image. That is on the map. That Basically, the... what they said is Ellie, they introduced her and they gave her a little backstory, is that she's this award-winning uh, young child prodigy, super smart, uh, and her parents, uh, she's excited because her parents are taking her f- to somewhere. I think she's going on vacation or... To Numbayana? What is it? She's got to fly out of the Numbani airport for like a vacation or something and she says... I'll be excited that I've never flied before. It's the first time I've ever flew on a plane. Her name is Effie Oladele. I was close. You were close. Effie Oladele. So Effie and her parents go to the airport, and something happens in Numbani. If you're familiar with Numbani, the airport is where the attacker spawn is. There's a video board showing departures and arrivals. Um, when you get to the payload... Which, are all the departures and revi- arrivals uh, relevant to all the characters? No. I thought about it. Because no, if you they count, are, there's a certain amount... They are areas where Blizzard has studios. Well, in the fake places. The fake places are areas where Blizzard has game studios. Well, no, I mean, there are real city locations. Yes. And then there's Dorado. Yeah. 
in the Nirvana in-game and all places, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, I wasn't sure because I thought it'd be funny if they decided the to be like. The big hey, thing look at about the new Bonnie map is when the attackers are pushing the payload. What's inside the payload? The Doomfist. The Doomfist. And then at the very end, in the Defender spawn, the last Defender spawn, there's like a CG. It's like a. Uh, it's like a computer reading on the Doomfist. Well, I was gonna say it's also you're transporting it to like a uh, holding display the, cabinet kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. It, like so a museum. It was essentially a play. That whole map was a play on the very first cinematic trailer released for Overwatch, where it's Tracer and Winston versus Reaper and Widowmaker, and they're like and the two kid kids. with the cast. And a lot of people, when they first, when the, the first rumors about Doomfist coming to Overwatch as the official character, well, the kid with the cast will be Doomfist. Kid with the cast will be Which Doomfist. I thought, so thought like, would have been cool. We're gonna have kid Doomfist. We're gonna have a kid wear a gauntlet that's as big as he is. <laughs> we could technically still have that. But <laughs> now, after this Ellie announcement, after the announcement about Numbani, there was an attack at the Numbani airport. Mm-hmm. Robots Omnics were deployed to defend the attacker, defend us from the attacker. The robots were destroyed. Yeah. The sign, the departure sign was destroyed. This was all done as an image credited to Ellie. Elfie. Effie. Effie. Credited Effie. to Effie. Effie Stoneham. So, <laughs> so this happened on Friday. And Friday night... PTR went up. PTR went, uh, went live and they changed Numbani to reflect the screenshot. The there were a whole bunch of picture. dead Omnics, broken wall, everything that yeah, you just described is there. There's a big the fist-sized hole in a crater. Yeah. The container on the payload that contained the, ga- the gauntlet no longer has it. And the computer at the end of the spawn room is gone, is gone where yeah. you normally would deliver it. So a lot of people have also been speculating about what kind of character Doomfist will be. I think so, it's a little kid yeah, with a doom fist. There's four main types. The kid is going to be voiced by Michael Sarah. There's four main and types. And the gauntlet of is voiced by attackers, Terry Crews. You got your support, you got your tanks, and you kind of got your utility characters. I think we're going to get two characters at once. Yeah. Just I want to say this now is that I think Ellie, Elfie, Effie, Effie, Effie will have because she's a child prodigy, she's a genius, she's the robotics expert. Kid Iron Man, I think she will have a Big Hero 6 type of robot character that she deployed or created when the airport was attacked in a moment of spontaneity. Mm-hmm. That will be here in 24. And so it won't be her, it will be a robot a she A robot created. she controls. People have also been talking about another image that came out. I think Hero 25 will be Doomfist. Yeah. Yeah. I just want Terry Crews. Talking about this other hero that came out, it's this woman, she's basically on her shoulders, has like two giant robotic legs. Coming out of these Spider-Woman. shoulder pauldrons. Pauldrons? Um, yeah. Pauldron. Pauldrons. Okay. Shoulder pads. Jesus. Um, P-A-U-L-D-R-O-N. Yeah, she's kind of hanging from those. She uses them to move around, and she's shooting guns and stuff like that. People have seen these in images with other official Overwatch characters. It's in the it's in the uh, the, the sketches, the concept. Yeah, of. so people speculate that she may be the one, but then again, the whole thing with Sombra potentially being an Omnic was a thing as well. Yeah, people so, are trying to make a lot of comparisons to the Sombra ARG, but I think Blizzard well, learned their lesson for how yeah, terribly they handled it. Essentially, that. people are looking at concept art of Overwatch and going, oh, this is definitely the new <laughs> because concept yeah, art. Yeah, because they worked well, no, on it at one point. That must be what's coming in the future. It's because Blizzard has basically said that they've never actually scrapped any ideas. Yeah. Everything oh, that they've yeah. worked on so far for Overwatch, if it wasn't originally meant for a character, it will be most likely recycled for someone else. Sombra's invisibility was actually over. supposed to be Genji. Genji was supposed to be a melee-only character that who could turn invisible. Ma- that would have been OP-ish. Fuck. They gave the invisibility yeah. to Sombra and they gave Genji the ninja stars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He didn't always have the ninja stars. The range mm-hmm. damage. And now Genji's actually like a primary range character. He only uses his melee 
when he's reloading or to uh, finish off ult. to finish off or to get close for an ult. Yeah. Or yeah. get up in the air for an ult. Yeah, That's yeah. my favorite. When you see a Genji fucking shooting star up, like, in the run. up in the sky, and I'm like, let me shoot him before he starts speaking really loud Japanese. <laughs> if you had to explain Overwatch one sentence, what would you say? Avoid you loud Japanese men. If you hear angry Japanese, start running. Yeah. Well, not just men. Even too. Yes. Well, well, I'm just thinking Korean. about... Yeah. yeah. If you hear nerf this, go hide in the corner. <laughs> you hear yeah, loud literally stand behind something. Literally stand mm. behind somebody that is. I've actually seen it. It you can just stand if you're Zarya, you can bubble just someone bubble. and stand behind that bubble. You survive. Nice. Yes. <laughs> I bubble someone point. and then bubble myself, and then I wind up with a ninety percent charge. I was trying oh, to wow. think of how I didn't they think about that. how they um, program the hit detection for Diva's alt. And so I thought about it more and more from like the time when like you know scatter. I was at school making games and it's thinking about just, oh, how do you do hit you. detection in games. So one of the things they use was called ray casting, which is just drawing a straight line from one object to another. Yeah. So what her alt does is ray cast in yeah, every direction. It ca- it's an omnidirectional ray cast, which is why if you're standing behind like a sheet of fucking paper, it doesn't hit you. <laughs> it's like oh man, I'm gonna hide behind this fact clothesline. That it's like a tiny nuclear bomb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also mad that her alt used to kill her. Now that doesn't she's much more balanced yeah. the other thing that, the, that someone yeah. had told me is while outside of a robot diva has the highest dps of any character in the game that's because the pistol is fucking yeah, op I thought mercy I said, did no actually diva does because diva's pistol does the roughly the same amount of damage but it fires a hell of a lot faster uh, okay. 15 bullets pew, yeah. pew, 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 pew. the downside is she has the lowest health of anybody she's oh hell yeah outside of the 100 health outside the mix essentially if you're crafting up to sneak up on somebody like a squishy character you can just headshot him like Sweet. three times and kill him what's the I've done that the as baby diva I've I gotten forgot. a bunch of kills as baby diva no it's just called a mecha m-e-k-a mecha activate yeah, it's called MEKA, which was an acronym for something. It's how Blizzard just explained like mechanized, the mechanized environmental division. killing attitude. Apparatus. Apparatus. Attitude. What the assitude. fuck? I got that attitude. I could honestly believe mechanized environmental killing. Attitude sounds like something you should take Pepto for. Attitude. <laughs> My ass got an attitude right now. Attitude. No, um. Oh, I did watch some. We're in between Overwatch competitive seasons. That's why they're releasing all this hype information. Of course. I bet that they will release new characters, give us a week to try them, and then start the next competitive season. See, there it's funny because mm-hmm. some people think it'll happen a week before, some people think it'll happen a week in. Nah. See, I think if Blizzard was smart, they would definitely do it a week before because that gives people to well, try Sombra. out the characters. Sombra came out I just, during the mid-season. season. Yeah. Yeah. And they caught heat for it. Yeah, they caught heat for it because it's Because okay, everybody tried to play with her and they didn't know what the fuck Everyone was trying to play with her. Nobody knew what they were doing. On top of that, it doesn't give characters a chance to even become competitive with that hero. I think it just says, let me try this hero fresh in a competitive environment, which could potentially lose a game for my team. Blizzard very carefully monitors which heroes are picked, which team comps are successful. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why they buffed Zenyatta, is because he wasn't getting picked enough. Yeah. So they gave him more health. Um, Zarya Does that adjusted. mean does I mean, Junkrat's perfect? Zenyatta fucking gets Junkrat's not perfect I'm not, say, not saying it Because he I love Junkrat I'm just wondering The fact that he hasn't Had any nerfs or buffs The Me, entire Which means he's release. Right when they want Yeah I Perfectly think, balanced I think that But Ryan, not mentally Reinhardt is the most Played tank Oh hell yeah And I think At least I hope In my heart of hearts That Doomfist Will counter Reinhardt That would be great I hope that Doomfist Is also a tank But somehow That his abilities 
maybe drain the shield quicker or... What if he's a reverse tank? Reverse tank? What does that mean? Like he's a tank, but you know how Ryan has like, the shield and shit? Maybe he has a sword. What if Doomfist mm-hmm. literally has a way of just destroying what that shield? I think he's going to be like based that. on just I the simple I think he'll fact. have a bide ability yeah. where he's able to absorb damage and then reflect it back like yeah. thorns. Like Onyx. Like Onyx like or Athena like a paladin from Diablo. Like Athena. I'm thinking about games I play. <laughs> I think that he will bide yeah. and then absorb with the gauntlet and then yeah. reflect. Well, I think... If I'm right, if, Blizzard owes yeah. me something. Well, now, the if you noticed in New Bonnie, you have to... Now, nobody knows because you have to actually look up. Um, in the airport? No. If you look up dirt, on look one up. of the streets, you will see a banner up. that talks about the exhibit for Doomfist. And you see there are three separate people there, all yes. with the Doomfist gauntlet. It's not so, all the same person? It's not all the same person. Doomfist yeah. is a title that is passed from person to person. Here so it could be Effie Stoneham. It could be Effie yeah. as but Doomfist. I also in the see an 11-year-old African talks. girl with a fist the size of a goddamn pickup truck. But why How would she, entertaining why would she attack the Omnix? She did... Oh, yeah, yeah. true. So, Especially since she yeah, works in robotics. All think, all we can re- another thing that pe- that I've speculated on my own, not people. Oh, it's Big Hero 6 is here at number 24. Yeah. I speculated about the, the backstory to this whole Doomfist gauntlet disappearing in the attack in the airport and stuff like that is, what if the Omnics were there, they're just, you know, the normal protectors. Say they have a police force of Numbani here. Because this is a place, Numbani is a place where Omnics and humans can live together. Yeah, well, what that, if, is what it, if is the Omnics um, where, well, what if from? a ta- what if this is a new talent operate, operative that just actually successfully stole the Doomfist gauntlet after Reaper and Widowmaker already failed to do so? Yeah, it's possible. <laughs> Which I <laughs> wish, like, I love the backstories that you can find and read for all these characters, mm-hmm. but there are sometimes that I wish that you could actually play their yeah. the history of the world because it's it's a weird world where Talon and Overwatch because Overwatch is the actual is half of the the organi- well half of the two yeah, organizations. There's Overwatch and Blackwatch. Is it Blackwatch? I thought it was Talon. Well, is Overwatch. Talon part well, of there it? was so the original story is kind of like this. So Overwatch started by Soldier Seventy Six. You know, as this peacekeeping force is created. Underneath that is Blackwatch, their covert ops division that isn't public, isn't transparent at all. Mm-hmm. Another, led by Gabriel Reyes, a.k.a. Reaper. Another rumor is that one of the Blackwatch members, the only one they have mm-hmm. not put in the game yet, Anna was one, Reaper was one, uh, Vera was one, was one, McCree was one. Wait, Vera was one? I think Vera was. I thought Vera, Vera was not a late. member of Blackwatch. Oh, my bad. No. So McCree, Reaper, Soldier, yeah. and Anna. There was one more member, I think his name's Jack something... And we haven't well, Jack seen Morrison is Soldier 76. No, so. no, no. The middle might be somebody else. But there is a, f- a character that they have yet to introduce mm-hmm. who was a founding member of the Blackwatch yeah. group. So Blackwatch People was... People are expecting that they might be the one who stole Blackwatch this. was led by Gabriel Reyes. The infighting occurred at Overwatch because Gabriel was like, well, we're covered off. It might be Reyes. Yeah, because this... Reyes doesn't have an in-game yeah. character. Well, Reyes is Reaper. Oh, my bad. <laughs> um, you named two names yes, that are both characters are, in the game. Yes. There was some infighting because Reyes and Morrison Scott got Marston. into it. And they wanted, you know, Reyes wanted to be more transparent with Blackwatch. He's like, you guys are getting all the fame and all the glory while we're doing all the work. And, it's like, well, you're murdering people, yeah. so and do you so, really want your face around everywhere? No, let's fuck it yeah, up. So after the sabotage happens at Overwatch and the place blows up and everyone's kind of assumed dead... Um, Reyes becomes Reaper because of some healing mumbo-jumbo that Mercy did to him. 
Yeah, he found uh, some green herbs, yeah. put them together, and made a healing yeah. cell. His cell, the, the reason he has the abilities that he does in the game and in the cinematic trailers is his cells are consistently decaying and regenerating at the same rate. So he's like in a perpetual state of dying. So, Deadpool. <laughs> yeah. Um, but cooler because he can disappear and reappear in different places. Yeah, that being said, Reaper now works for an organization called Talon, which is a terrorist organization With that Widow. is trying to create an Widow upset Maker? again between... They're basically trying to start a second Omnic Crisis. And for the people who don't know, the Omnic Crisis is the thing where all the Omnics went fucking bozo, Skynet crazy, and started murdering the shit out of humans. You can see evidence of this in the Bastion short. Which yeah. is a fucking... Where Bastion kind of remembers that he was a murderous short. short. It's It's a powerful short. It's like their version of Wally. They turn Bastion into Wally, but then Bastion's having like these flashbacks where he remembers, yeah, I'm kind of a murdering psychopath. (laughs) (laughs) So, controlled by, you know, this outside force. So... And you um, get really sad because you think he killed his bird, but it just got scared and ran off. So there, there's a lot of I like how there's a lot of deep story to Overwatch, but doesn't toss it in your face. There's no like blatant, hey, play this campaign mission to find out what happened, or go to this part of the map to see what goes on in the story. It's like we'll give you story, you can decide whether or not you want to pay attention to that. Most people, I, I want most people more. don't. <laughs> and that's one of the things. Like I, I accept that this is a multiplayer only, no campaign, no single player, whatever. Yep. But it, it's one of those games that now I've been so invested in it that I want more. I want to be able to go mm-hmm. on missions in, in the past or have it set where you're still doing the payload missions or one of the other kind of missions, mm-hmm. but it's you can only play as Overwatch on one team and Talon on the other yeah. or something like that. Well, I think Overwatch is going to be one of these games that it's kind of like TF2 in a sense where it has an amazing story well it's going to have an amazing story it's not in the game but this game is going to have a hell of a long lifetime oh hell yeah this is a game where the community base is not going to drop for almost as long as World of Warcraft was alive Mm. and you're talking I mean that's almost a decade long lifespan for the game well, now, how, it's been a decade yeah, for Team Fortress the Two. Thing is, the thing that Overwatch this has year to is a decade with, for Team Fortress Two. Yeah, the other thing that Overwatch oh, has God, to compete with that, that TF Two came out while I was in school is yeah. Overwatch launched on consoles College. the same time it launched on PC. Same with Team Fortress Two. So, Team, well, TF Two launched in the TF2 orange box. TF Two launched on console first, and then it came out as the orange box. Yeah, you mean on PC so, first? On PC and first. Yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, yeah, Portal was just... The thing is, what I'm saying is, is the community for TF2 on a console isn't nearly as big as, you know... Oh, that's because they just said, fuck it. I feel so bad for Valve when it comes to their partnership with both consoles. Mm -hmm. They were screwed over, I think, from both both sides. This is where Blizzard kind of has an advantage here, but they have to be careful in how they tread this water because when you're on console, it's different than being on PC. PC, your life your lifetime is basically perpetual. It's up to the person who owns the PC to upgrade their hardware and keep up with the game as it advances, mm-hmm. which Overwatch doesn't have to do. It's already an established game on PC. If you have a gaming PC that's decent, you can play Overwatch right now. No problems, and you never have to upgrade if that's all you're going to play. Yeah. On consoles, Same with however... There are people that only use their computer yeah, to play on, Team Fortress. Well, on consoles, however, you, you currently got Xbox One and PS4. So... You know, two, three years down the road when the PS5 and the Xbox Scorpio release, you know... Next year? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, then is Overwatch going to do, you know, a new addition for those consoles? Is this going to be a backwards compatible game? Those are the things that Blizzard has to consider well, to we stay do in know, running. Well, we do know, technically, as far mm-hmm. as we know, I should say, uh, 
the Scorpio, whatever it is, yeah. will still be playing Xbox One games. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's what uh, that's what Microsoft is kind of pushing out there without saying it explicitly is Xbox One games will be backwards compatible for the Scorpio. Well, it is, mm-hmm. I think they called it forward compatible. For, yes. Because it's exactly. technically not... The way in a lot of people have been saying this online now... Is it's a hardware configuration that is true to the current specs. It's the same thing with a new processor. <laughs> well, it's also... They're saying a lot of people are thinking that it's going to be... Yes, every game that is on Xbox One will play on the Scorpio. But will hit a point Where? that no more games are being made that will run on the Xbox on the Scorpio. Or, or maybe Xbox One is like, alright, we're cutting it shorter than we expected to in moving over to the Scorpio. Yeah, I think that'll be a little while, but I, I wouldn't be I'm surprised. hoping. I'm hoping it, it doesn't turn into an iPhone situation where we get the <laughs> well, Xbox just, One, support. the Xbox 1.5... And they go, oh, I'm sorry, we drop support. Sorry, the Xbox One S. We drop support for the Xbox One. <laughs> You're going to have to move to the Scorpio now. Oh, this one's broken? Well, we would have fixed Scorpio the screen. Too. But now you're going to have to just penny up the difference and get a Scorpio. <laughs> and it sucks. Uh, they did that with iPads and iPhones. Yeah, well, yeah. cell phones in general. Cell phones is what worries me about the console future. Yeah, hardware. <laughs> because they yeah. realize people will pony up shit ton of money. Exorbitant amounts of money. Fucking cell phone. They yeah. will pull money out of their ass for a new phone. Hmm. So why not do the same thing for a gaming console? When I'm well, sitting here with my Samsung Galaxy the, S4, the, like, yep, this is great. The iPhone Nexus kind 6. of phenomenon is... They don't even do Nexus anymore. ...is a study in really how you can it. release essentially what is the same piece of hardware over and over again by making minor changes and still make a profit. I mean, they do this with... This happens with all kinds of products. You see this in fucking shoes all the time. How many versions of... Adidas, how many versions... Has How many versions of Jordans can that you have? Are, yeah, well, Jordans Ball. have basically been the same shoe since their inception. I mean, if you Ball. look at a Jordan... These ones are more red than the last ones! Exactly. But if you look at a Jordan from today versus a Jordan from last same year... Same shoe. They're essentially the same shoe. Well, about a decade ago. A whole decade ago, you're talking about different. But for take this, a great example of this. Chuck Taylors. Converse Chuck Taylors. Literally nothing different. Literally the same shoe since they released. Nothing has changed about those shoes. But people still buy them. People still buy the fuck out of them, and it's seventy-five dollars a pair every time. Well, it's time. not. To be honest mm-hmm. with that, it's not so much as a new iteration. It's literally yeah. the same shoe. It's literally the same shoe. Maybe some new colors and all the that. But I mean, that, that's the difference between. That's hardware. that's literally yeah. people need to continuously buy shoes. Yeah. Cell phones should last mm-hmm. a yeah. lot longer well, than a pair of shoes. Cell phones can't last. I mean, I've had this iPhone six for two years. And you've wanted to get a re- get rid of it for how long? I want to get rid of it just because I don't like iPhones. There you go. <laughs> um, Join the Android Master Race. But where was that before? I have an Android, but it doesn't have nearly the processing Android. power or capability of this phone does. So we're all getting Pixels, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, Google, sponsor us. The... We love you. <laughs> Send us phones. I, you've it's... seen my Google in we'll my search history. Them. I searched for how to get things from the, Google the, for the free. The iPhone thing was just a social phenomenon where we'll because one person had to have the new iPhone, that spread, it's just a fad thing. It's like... One person needs this new thing. Now the next person needs this new thing. Now three more people need this new thing. Essentially, you were not hip if you didn't have the latest iPhone. That's oh man, that means culture. I've never been hip. Yeah. Oh poop. You're still a hipster. I went <laughs> from the razor, like the old school, not smart in any the way, razor, razor. To all of my phones afterwards have been Google. So yeah. I'm kind of like a Google hipster. Googleite. Googleite. Yeah. Google. Googleite. Speaking of Google, there's a new movie coming out called The Circle, which looks pretty good. That looks fucked up. I want to read the book. 
Yeah, this book by... I'll look it up and link it in the dump. Uh, it stars Emma Watson. Not yeah, Emma, Emma Watson. And fuck, I just is and it Brian Cranston? Watson too. Brian Cranston. Is it Brian Cranston? Me, yes. Oh, Emma Watson and Emma Watson. Emma Watson's all you need. Emma Watson is more Emma Watson. More Emma Watson. <laughs> give me all of them. Is it Circle or the Circle? The Circle. There's only one. Well, give me all of them. <laughs> the Circle movie. Yes. Um, speaking of movies, there is a really good. Doc- oh, it's a wanna, short I, documentary. I want to see right John Wick two. No, adapted from uh, the. Oh fuck! I just read it. Well, there's a short that. documentary that's out right now called uh, Hollywood's Greatest Tom Hanks. Trip. Tom Hanks. Uh, also, Karen Gillan's in it. I keep forgetting that. I want to see The Circle. Mm-hmm. I want to see John Wick 2. I also yeah. want to see Get Out. Get Out, yeah. Get Out. Get Out's been getting still, crazy Does it still reviews. have 100% on Rotten Tomatoes? I haven't checked, but Get Out did reach the coveted 100% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. And I don't think any other movie has done that recently. Not really. Um... But what people are saying about Get Out is... It is still, with 133 reviews, or 34 reviews, yeah, average rating is 8.3. So, what people are getting out of Get Out seems to be like, okay, this is a movie that does everything right. It is, and I warn everybody fully up front because people have told me this, Super fucking race. Spoilers, is it is a racially charged film. But it was intended to be that way. Yeah. Written and directed. So, by of course, there is some person. backlash for this film. I'm pretty sure there's bad reviews on Rotten Tomatoes that just don't make sense because these are people going, I don't like this film because it is racially charged. Why do they say white people well, hate written, the blacks? Written and directed by uh, Key, right? From Key and Peele? Yes. Uh, written yeah, and directed Jordan by Peele. Key. Jordan Peele. Written and directed by Jordan Peele. Peele. Uh, Keegan, Mike, and Key is going to be in Predators. Oh, nice. Yeah. You know who else is going to be in Predators? The kid from the from Room. No, Yvonne Strahovski. From Chuck! The kid from Room. Ivan Strahovski! From Chuck! Are you sure? I didn't see her in the cast yes. picture. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yes. Uh, Sarah Walker. On top of yeah. other remakes... And the kid from Room! Fuck you. Um, <laughs> they are... They just released the... I guess they're calling it a prequel scene. Okay. For Predator. Alien Covenant. Ah. It's... Does it have Michael Fassbender? Yeah. Okay. Um, I might watch it. It's interesting because it's basically showing off the life of the characters before, before they everything the goes down. It's kind of like carrying the fucking alien. Here's the first five ten minutes of Alien. Yeah, um, and it, it really just have, feels some like movies that. have done that where they they'll release the first four minutes or five minutes. Batman actually did that. They released Which Batman. Bat the Dark Knight. They released the first five minutes where the Joker bank robbery scene happens. Oh, I mm-hmm. fucking love that. They released that a week before the movie came out. Yeah. Because that's some movies can get away with that because some movies kind of need to put a Establish lore out a there. Character, yeah. Well, they need to put a lore out there, and I think Batman: The Dark Knight did that, and they handled it well because everyone knew the Joker was going to be in the film, but, but they, they didn't, didn't know, know how the Joker was going to be portrayed. Exactly. And so people didn't want to like enter into the movie and say, "Okay, who is the Joker?" Like, I think that that footage was received very well, though. Yeah. It was, it was. That and, four minutes, and everyone still minutes. still applauds Heath Ledger's Joker performance. Okay. It's one of the best right up there. Right I just went there. through all of the pages for the reviews, like the, the you know how they just do the blurbs and then yeah, you Yeah, one like, sentence blurb. Not a single one of them is bad. Nice. <laughs> really? Like, I, none of them. Okay. All of them have the fresh tomato. Nice. No, I think this is Kinda a movie crazy. that everyone is, if you haven't seen already, I think everyone is excited to go see just I'm because so of the hype surrounding it. I mean, think of what it takes to get a 100% rating on a website like Rotten Tomatoes. Let's see. That means that 100% of the critics have to agree that this movie is what Rotten Tomatoes considers fresh, which is a rating above, like, five stars, I think. 
because they go on like a 10 point system I, th- I believe um, uh, no but there is a short documentary out that I think people should go watch it's called and it's, when I say short I mean this thing's like 45 minutes long it's called Hollywood's Greatest Trick yeah, it's called Hollywood's Greatest Trick and it's about um, the visual effects industry in Hollywood Toy Story 2 has it 100% yeah. I yeah. forgot that and so, that's my least favorite Toy Story movie <laughs> well um the visual effects have kind of become a thing Yo, all over. Lego Toy Story. Why is that not a thing? I don't know. Uh, probably because of Disney. Disney owns both. Disney doesn't own Lego. Oh, they own Pix- Pixar. They own Pixar. Yeah. Um, Disney is slowly. They just announced or recently have announced and put out Disney Legos. Yeah. Um, and I mean, obviously they do the Marvel and they do the Star Wars stuff. Uh, I mean, people are fucking. They just want Lego Dimensions to have Disney characters at this point. I'm sure. We, we're just mad that we don't have Star Wars and Marvel when they are both established Disney Lego... properties, no. No, I was going to say established Lego, Lego properties. Yeah. Lego. Thanks to WB. Um, this, yeah. this Hollywood's Greatest Trick is about the visual effects industry, speaking of movies in the first place, and how visual effects artists are usually underpaid. They don't have a union to represent them. That's something I didn't know. Um, so they're usually underpaid, overworked... But visual effects are something that movies have relied on for the longest time since, like, the early 2000s. You can't really make a movie without some kind of CGI graphics or something like that now. So And when you do, yeah. they pull it off, sometimes can pull it off really well. Yeah. But now you've got movies that are entirely made out of those graphics, and these workers are being underpaid, essentially, for filming, doing the equivalent of what is filming and directing an entire movie on their own. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, VG... V- uh, VFX, virtual mm-hmm. effects, have... Visual effects. Yeah, visual effects, VFX. Have bankrupt some companies. Yeah. Yeah. They have. And, um... Well, you got people like ILM that literally do everything. What yeah. I'm looking forward to is the next four, yes, four Avatar movies. The VFX, so what you're saying is you are, you are looking forward to four shit movies. The thing that also mm-hmm. really bothers me is that they're shooting all four movies simultaneously. Yeah. And they're going to be released over the course of like five to seven years. Why not just put them all out in one year? They're going to alternate, and they're avoiding all of the main Star Wars years. Speaking so of this which... This year, we get Star Wars Episode Eight. Eight. Uh, Next year, we'll get Avatar 2. We're also getting Han Solo. Next year. But it's not in December. It's for spring, I heard. It's, yeah, it's like a spring-summer movie. May and 4th. And that threw me off so they much. put that on May 4th. I think it's the end of May. Uh, because May the week of May 4th is usually, or Star the week Wars. of Cinco, Cinco de Mayo is usually, because you have May 4th, which is Star Wars Day, and then the, that week is the first of the Marvel movies for the year, and also that Saturday is usually Free Comic Book Day. Nice. Which is why they release, I think, most of the, is most why of the they Marvel release the Marvel movies drop around movie. that time. Uh, because every time I've gone to or seen any pro- uh, promotion for a Free Comic Book Day, they tie in... You could have, win a chance of getting the tickets, tickets to, to go movie. see it. We did the first of I think it was either Guardians or the Avenger first Avengers movie. Uh, Kim Even and I went Avengers. and we won the tickets. We had already seen it that night, so we gave the tickets away. Hmm. I think uh, this year it's Guardians and Thor, right? Guardians, Thor, and Spider Man. That's right. I forgot. About he Spider-Man. counts. We're getting three Marvel movies and three Marvel Netflix series. Wait. Three? I Punisher. know about Iron Fist, for sure. Punishers, they have come, they have come out and said, confirmed, Punisher be this Punishers week. 2017. Nice. Another thing... Uh, no dates, obviously, but... Is the, the gentleman who plays Punisher, uh, 
Shane, Walking Dead. Yeah. He uh, was in The Accountant. How was he in that? Very good. I haven't seen that yet. I finally He's sat like, down and watched it this you, week. Are you? Have you yeah. watched it? The Accountant, no. It's very good. I think I know a spoiler. What's Suspense. The, do you care about spoilers for The Accountant? I guess not. If you do care, I won't say it. I kind of care because I'm going to see it eventually. All right, never mind. All right. But, uh, I'll ask you off. Yeah. Just one thing that I watched this week, because um, I never have anything TV-wise to talk about. Um, the second season of Ajin was available on Netflix. And I watched yeah, it. I have a couple episodes in. I haven't watched it all yet. Yeah, it gets very, very crazy near the end. Um, but that's all I can really say about that. I don't know what you're doing. He's trying to, trying to mime to things to me, to but I'm ignoring it for now. Doing a hand job. <laughs> um, I'm trying to steal second base. That show's fantastic. Yeah. I love it. it. If you can get by or get past the weird animation style to it at yeah. first, because uh, well, it's a weird, yeah, it's the weird cel shaded bullshit. CGI yeah. stuff. Which I think. Why are you trying to get his attention so badly? I really don't know. Okay. The um, no, the Netflix anime have been. I mean, Nice Sidonia did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um. It's for me. It's it's a new way of of doing anime. It's not my preferred method of doing it. I like to do um, animation. I think for a series like Ajin, it works really well because it adds kind of a bleakness to the overall art style of it. I mean, if you look at the characters in Ajin, none of them are like crazy, like pink hair. Oh no, they're realistic. They're very, but in a CG way. Yeah, they're they're real real sticky. Sticky. They're Well, they're very real plain. Sticky. I mean, the main character is like a very like plain looking kid. And I think the weirdest looking one Shidley. is uh, yeah. the. Oh. And I think that kind of grounds the anime a little bit. Shittily wow, wow. <laughs> Have you watched Ajin at all? No, what's really? an Ajin? Uh, basically, an Ajin is an immortal human being <laughs> that can summon creatures to that kill on a, their own. That can summon <laughs> yeah, like the ghost, basically. Don't okay. want to go into too much because you spoil a lot really easily. Oh, watch it. If you remember, uh, I talked about Immortal Hounds, the manga. Nope. It's a shortish. Of it's a shortish show. I think it's. I about, remember you talking about manga. Is it thirteen episodes yes. a season? I remember not listening. Yeah, it's thirteen episodes yeah. a season. The episodes are really well. Put and they're together completely. And paced, it's so. basically the season comes out in Japan and it's fucking dubbed like that for yeah. American audience. So speaking of that, you mm-hmm. bringing that up reminded me. Last year they announced, and it eventually came out during the end of the year. In Japan, they were doing a CG full-length feature film of the anime Gantz. Gantz. Yeah. It, it finally came out. already on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. I was amazed it's that it's already Gantz there. Zero. I'm so excited, because that show is fucked up. That's yeah. the one where they all get locked in a room, right? Yeah, they basically get... They're about to die, and they get and pulled they get out of their life of their and life into, and like... Into purgatory. Yeah, they get pulled into a kind where of they have window. to like hunt down aliens. Yeah, where their job is basically to hunt down. And the way the movie works is humanity. it focuses on a single mission, one single mission. Mm-hmm. Not because they think of the anime you go through, I think three or four. Yeah, I'm still mad that that show didn't last any longer. Yeah, uh, but it is a vi- it just yeah. bloody as fuck series. So I'm excited to see how it translated it's, it's to a weird one of these CG series that does kind of the bloody series. edgy thing without like shoving it in your face by saying like, hey, and we, I, I we put blood and gore they, in here to they be They took edgy. out the rapiness of it a little yeah. bit more. They toned down the rape. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. Is, no, is I've, was... I've actually watched and kind of talked lately on forums about specifically the topic of rape in anime because people are heated about that for some reason right now. It's culture. And 
it is culture, but it's also a matter of is the rape actually well placed? I remember in um, game, okay, yeah, let's stop I this conversation. All I don't my mean rapes. like no, no, no. I prefer I'm just, all my rapes to be well placed. I'm I mean, gonna... is, is the rape scene well placed? And it's uh, Game question, of Thrones. Yeah, so like Game of Every Thrones. Every episode that. is rape. Yeah, Game of Thrones had that. On and your there favorite was one characters. episode in particular where you know a rape happens and people are super pissed off because it didn't fit the context. Which one was that? Sanya? Sorry, sorry. I can Sanja, Craig. tell you. Sanjay and Craig. All I'm saying is is if you're going to add something with that kind of sensitive material into your, into whatever it is, be it American TV, be it anime, be it film, whatever, you have to place that thing very well within context in the story. You can't just throw it in for the edge. Yeah, I was going to say, if you're Mm -hmm. using rape in any kind of form Mm -hmm. in your material... Do it for a reason, not yeah. just because. Let's throw not some because rape. it's edgy and you want to show off like a tit in a shot or something. There's much <laughs> easier. But I ways. like tits, Nate. Yeah, there's I much easier care. tits to find, Dave. There's this thing called porn. <laughs> yeah, but all the rape and porn is fake. Xvideos.com. <laughs> sponsor us. Sponsor, sponsor us. us. I'd take that That's sponsorship. That's a good place to end. So Google, Dr. Pepper, and Xvideos.com. I'm oh, down. Man. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Space Time Taco. As always, follow us on all the social medias. We're most likely just Space Time Taco on everything. Yep. Congrats to Damien and Brittany. Happy wedding day. Happy wedding day. Two Seriously. days later. Happy, happy wife, happy life. I cried. Go happy inside and play video games. <laughs> Peace! Ooh, they both did it. That was weird. <laughs>